The Scream franchise. We rated it previously, gentlemen. So, Jared, Brandon, myself, we did a ranking previously. Mine was pretty standard. Scream 1, Scream 2, Scream 4, Scream 3. I think most of us had that little section. There was a little bit of controversy about either Scream 3 or Scream 4 being the worst. Yeah, well, I remember talking um, yep. talking down on Scream 4 for like two years before we did that and then watching them again and going, oh, shit, I think Scream 3 was worse. So. Yeah. So now, obviously, we've got the new Scream in the mix. So we're going to redo it, okay? Now, just to start off, my our mate Luke from the from Instagram, he's given us his ranking. Mm-hmm. Scream is at number one, 1996 Scream. Scream 2022 is at number two. Scream 4 is at number three. Mm. Scream 2 is at four. And Scream 3 is fucking propping up the bottom. <laughs> so that's an interesting interesting little mix yeah. for me. Yep. All right. Straight out of the gate, what's the fucking worst one? Scream 3. <laughs> so, yeah, controversially, last episode, I uh, <laughs> held my flag up high for Scream 3. Uh, I have, I rewatched the series. Right. I don't know if you guys did before going into this new yep. one. I'll let, I'll let Luke do it. Then I'll... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so one, one, of us, one, one of us did our homework. <laughs> one of us cheated on the test. Yeah. <laughs> I got an A. Um, and yes, I, I will admit, I think, I think I, um, I, I lay a little too much hate on Scream 4. And I think similar to you, I have sort of reassessed it, and I mm. do believe that it honestly does a lot more right than wrong. And even though I am putting it last, I got to say that I do still have a whole hell of a lot of fun with Scream 3. Yeah. Uh, so if that is the worst in your horror franchise, I think you're doing pretty damn good. But I do admit, and we'll, we'll officially say here, yeah, that Scream 3 is, is the bottom of the, uh, yeah. the barrel here. Yeah. And I would agree totally. with you wholeheartedly with regards to the series itself. As yeah. far as quality yeah. of films... I mean, fuck. It's got to be the most consistent. There are yeah. six Fridays <laughs> worse than Scream 3. <laughs> oh, no, easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Like, there's a handful of Friday films that would would be lucky to jump Scream 3. Yeah. So, as a terms of a quality series, it's right up there. But I'm looking at it from the series itself. So, this is where I'm going to be harsh yep. on the way I look at these. But 3 is just a fucking mess. Like, it is just yeah. all over the place. And I think it it's is. hamstrung a little bit by Nev, Nev Campbell not not really being available yeah. very much. Yep. So they've cobbled together this bullshit that about fucking Roman Bridger, who's, <laughs> honestly, he's the worst villain in the series by far. Yes. Agreed. I mean, I would have loved if you fucking pivoted and said Lance Hendrickson did it. (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved to see Lance fucking chew some scenery about how he, why he did it. Yeah, I think the thing for me, and I'm, I'm a bit like Brandon. Like watching it this time, there's been so much distance. I know Scream Three is my least favourite. I know it's not so great a movie. So watching it this time around, I've just it's the point of acceptance, right? We know what it is, so you're more inclined to just look for the things that you do like about it. I think the problem, the biggest problem is that it's the one that doesn't, it's the one where it's a bit sloppy in terms of the script and the, the rules. 
Like, it goes really loose with the rules. McDreamy talking about my life and all that sort of stuff. You're very fucking big on McDreamy being a... I thought he was in these films. awful in, in that movie. And, and I don't yeah, think like, he's a bad actor. Yeah, he's, he's a very a good actor. I, I'm not quite sure what, what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, but that My Life is one of the worst line deliveries I've fucking seen ever. But the, the thing about it is, even missing what we loved about the other movies, it stumbled into this relevance as a Harvey Weinstein picture that basically comments on all the shit that he was doing. Mm. So I don't know whether that was intentionally put in there by someone with kind of... Trying to sort of put this out there Look, in mate, some way. It was written by Ethan Kruger. Where yeah, so I think possibly it's, been deliberately put in there. Yeah, so I just found I think it's I think it's found its place in this series accidentally. Yeah. Just stumbled into this meta commentary by accident. Yeah. And Parker Posey is fantastic. She's the highlight. Carrie Fisher's cameo, fantastic. And I mean, give it to me, but Connie fucking Chung, I laugh my ass off every time I see that. <laughs> So Jay and Silent Bob, yeah. it's uh, in this universe. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, I've hit this point of acceptance where, like you, Brandon, I actually enjoy watching it now, which I think is a good place to be. Yeah, and that's fair. For me, this is the one that looks like it reeks of a studio rushing product. Yeah. That they, they did not take the time nor the care yep. to say, we, have a, we could have an absolutely top-notch trilogy. Yeah. And if I can't took remember an extra year. In that interview, I can't remember what Kevin Williamson's idea about Scream Three was, but I remember it being quite Better. a good one. Yeah. I can't remember whether it was this one or possibly Scream Four. I think his idea was, and we actually spoke about this. I mm. think his idea was that it was like a whole movie club. Or oh, it was like group. um a- April Fool's Day. Yes, there was an I April kind of Fool's felt Day like element, that. and there was also an element where Stu was was puppeteering from prison, which. Who knows how that would have played out, but fuck, any time to have Matthew. Did he have a fucking a face fucking or a headectomy <laughs> because he had his head knocked off? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's, um, but Herbert West was in there fucking <laughs> yeah. doing some reanimating experiments or something. <laughs> yeah, he was being held in the Miskatonic <laughs> prison. Or, or we could have finally seen Lillard on the Academy stage accepting an Oscar like Anthony Hopkins playing this whole mad <laughs> scientist from prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that! Imagine you getting yeah, the you? fucking gong for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the bloke. Don't get me wrong. I see him. I'd love I to love see him back. Uh, yeah, Scream Three. I will say, yeah, it, it's a, it's just a poorly written film. Yeah, it's still really well directed. I think Wes Craven. This is probably the last best film. He. I, I honestly think this might be. While it's not as good, I think the look of it. I think Scream 4, some of my problems come in with this look. It, it's a lot, it's, it's too brightly lit for me. It doesn't feel like the horror movies that I think inspired Scream mm-hmm. and that look that they're going for in the first three. It just doesn't quite, it looks too polished, a little too MTV looking almost. And maybe that comes down to the cast too. But I will feel it also Scream 4 lacks, while Hayden Pettitiere is really good and a memorable character, I do think it does lack some of the like, real hero characters that you really get behind. Like you do feel bad when Parker Posey goes. Mm. And yes. I still think the dynamic between Dewey and Gale, despite it being a little, little labored and kind of, uh, you know, hamstrung, like, oh, God damn it, they're doing this like they hate each other again yeah. thing that they finally do kind of remedy in four, I think it's still welcome. I like seeing them all back. Yeah. Again, you know? There's like 20 minutes of Scream 3 where Parker Posey and Courtney Cox's interactions with, it, with each other are some of my favorite stuff in the series. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's also heavily neutered by the uh, MPAA, which I think was a huge detriment. Like the kills in this are uh, like disgraceful. Yeah. Like there's there's no memorable kill really in here. Do you smell? Whoever smells the gas? Oh my god! <laughs> the stupidest That's a bullshit. Fucking yeah. disaster. Yeah. I hate Aiden that whole Kruger. thing. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> Eric Kruger, sorry. Get your fucking shit sorted out. That's rubbish. Yeah. yeah. That um, motherfucker scared uh, me more than Freddy Krueger ever has. He's some of his writing. Fucking hell. If someone told me Eric Kruger was coming around, yeah. I'm fucking barricading doors. Yeah. Reindeer games. It's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, three's just got too many problems, and, and you're right. It's it's The script is messy. It feels like the studio was desperate to continue to mine the gold that was there instead yep. of saying yep. this is quality product that we can continue to work with if we just took time. Hmm. Wait a year and yep. let Williamson have loosen his schedule up again. Yeah, well, that, that's probably That was what part of the problem. Done. They didn't have – he didn't have time. Too busy fucking writing shit on <laughs> 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 Same year, by the way, as this Correct. Reindeer Games, and yeah, I, I do gotta it, say, it, did, did Kruger produce a double banger of fucking yeah. Reindeer Games and this <laughs> in a year? Oh, bloke should be fucking shot. Yeah, harsh. Touch us, yeah. Okay, okay. Shot but yeah, the, the rules are so. The, the rules are so you know kind of lazy, and what they do comment on trilogies doesn't really apply to horror movies. There are so few that they can even name name check really in the movie. Mm. And the few that they do follow, like, things, you know, you find out something about the first that changes things. Man, I really dislike it because it does this whole retconning of the first one where Roman is, you know, responsible for influencing Uh. Billy's decisions. And it's just like, man, that really just takes, you know, the wind out of the sails of that first one. Let alone the fact that it's the most contrived and, like, I don't understand how only one person can be doing all this. Yes. And it's uh, like, you know, usually we retcon because something sucked. <laughs> yeah, not, you just made it work. Yeah. Not no. when it was one of the best uh, endings uh, in horror history. No, like. We retcon yeah. we retcon good stuff in the, this series <laughs> and we put in some real shit. <laughs> Roman, the thing about Roman too is it is so hard to swallow. Like, there yeah. is so many fucking machinations that need to happen to make any of that possibly even come true. Yeah. And the fucking voice changer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. Dewey, he has our voices. He's got all our voices. How? Wait, how? Yeah. How does he have... We still don't have this 20 years later. <laughs> no, that's Technology right. Technology is not even fucking available. Yep. How are you doing this? It's bullshit. Somehow got it tucked behind his mask. I don't know. Yeah. I do like that new one where it's just a little, like, they press yeah, a little button on the lid there. He's got some Ben Affleck. Like, ben Affleck, uh, Batman. Batman yes. shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did actually like that because at least it explains yeah. how it do, does it in person. It doesn't explain how you can't yeah. still hear the person talking, though. <laughs> like, True. It's, Maybe it's shoved down your throat. Like Darth Vader kind of Yeah, thing. yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. But but yeah, th- three's a fucking... I will say, I do like the uh, the end confrontation. While I'm not a fan of his reveal, I do think him and Sydney go fucking at yeah. it at the end there. Their little fight is, is pretty intense, and I like their whole back and forth. I think it's, again, not the best reveal, but I think the movie as a whole is fairly well acted, yeah. well paced again, because it's Wes Craven. But yeah, in terms of this series, it's, it's definitely the lowest. One of the Patrick Dempsey of- doesn't fucking turn up, and he basically turns up and gets knocked, knocked out, doesn't he? So yeah, it's like, yeah. fuck, get him oh, out. Oh, Patrick Warburton. 
We got him in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Right. We've got Paddy. <laughs> We've got Paddy in there. Dewdrop. <laughs> Dewdrop, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd love to see him, but fucking oath. Again, another one of these sort of, yeah, pops up and it's just kind of like, man. Yeah, you know, I think. Didn't um, really work. Brandon, you just kind of touched on this. I think one of the best parts of Scream 3, upon re watching it this time, is, again, the progression with Sydney. Even though she's in it for 20 minutes or whatever it is, she, she's just kind of there and then gone and then there at the end. The whole stuff about, you know, where the character's gone, how she's gone to, like, locking the doors and everything, and then builds up to, as you said, the the finale, if you take away the reveal, it's a fair, fairly fucking... It's a good old knockout, knock him out, drag him, Damn bitch, drag him down kind of blue. And yeah. then you get that ending of her just kind of saying, I'm gonna, I'm not going to shut myself off. And I'm like, okay, well, we've, we've still managed to progress her character in a pretty shit movie. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But again, yeah. even, big even raps- down to her job in it is, a, is like a, a crisis line crisis worker. So yep. Again, what sets this series apart from so many of these other horror care, like, you know, series is just the attention to character yes. and that they actually genuinely care about the progression of these, their people. And again, and that's what uh, helps out. Although she does leave her goddamn door open at the end. Shut yeah, at least, yeah, just close it, at least. <laughs> We're going to watch a movie, Patrick Dempsey, yeah. Broken Arm. Yeah, he there. pops up yeah, with there. the popcorn there, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I cannot believe they're still together. I mean, yeah. if that fuck went rolled over to me and said, oh, my life, it's the biggest nightmare yeah. or fucking horror movie I've ever seen, I would just go, you're off the list, mate. Yeah, you yeah. are off the list. Overly dramatic, dickhead. Yeah, off yeah. He goes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no date for you, bro. <laughs> But I think it's also a bit of a rap to, to Nev Campbell. Yeah. Because great. she continues to fucking infuse the, even in this shit, mm. even even knowing that she had pretty much kind of said, uh, I don't really want to be in these anymore, essentially. The third one, she cut down because I think, A, there was some scheduling, but mm. B, I think her, her interest levels might have been waning a touch, but she still yeah. comes in and, and delivers in the film and kind of caps it, caps Mm. off the the character. I mean, it's 10 years, isn't it, before you get Scream 4? It's 10 more years. Yeah. Yeah, Scream 4 doesn't come out. Yeah, until 2011. So the checkbook wasn't balancing one day in the Campbell house. (laughs) You went, oh, fuck. (laughs) Is there a new Scream movie available somewhere? And I think, I mean, just talking about this now, I I think this last movie has kind of cemented Sydney at the top of my final girl tree. Tree, basically. I think I love I love Jamie Lee. I love Laurie Strode, and I think if I'm you know looking at single movies, it's still hard to top Halloween. Well, I was going to ask that question, so let's hold because I'm going to ask that question. Okay. Okay. Second worst. So number four. Yeah, screen four for me. Yeah, Scream 4. Also me, yeah, Scream 4, yeah. My problems with Scream 4 are this, and, and they're actually going to roll a little bit into Scream 2. It, Scream 4's got interesting ideas, and I think the the reveal and the reasoning and the whole Instagram celebrity idea, it's actually pretty good. It, yes. It actually, again, like Scream 2, ages up better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very much so. The, the, long, yeah. the longer we move into the into the two thousands, the better it plays. And can I just say, in terms of ahead of its time, I mean, where's Craven at that point? 
said, fuck Bruce Willis. At the time, I was like, I love Bruce Willis. Yeah. Right now, I'm saying, fuck yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah, because yeah, every yeah. time I turn on YouTube, I've got another trailer for some shit he's in with fucking Frank Grillo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, again, way ahead of their right time. Of and- yeah. the, the problem for me with this is there's some shit dialogue, uh, yes. including fuck Bruce Willis, and, um, you know, I'm gay, if that helps. Yeah. It doesn't. Yep. Um, and there's one, there's one in there that every time I see this movie, it like again they do a few like really dark lines in this new movie. There's one they do in Scream Four that makes me laugh every time because it just makes. I'm trying to think if it makes sense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slit your eyelids open so that you can, <laughs> so you can't blink when I stab you in the face. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? What did you say? You got two prescriptions. I'm gonna slit your eyelids in that. <laughs> Ghostface, you got too prescriptive, mate. Let's fucking deck it down. That's crazy. That's a mouthful, yeah. And (laughs) one of the problems, and this is why I talked about Kevin Williamson, there's a kind of a smugness to this, that if we're fucking smarter than we think we are, the opening sequence that has, you know, movie within a movie within, you know, that sort of shit that they have with um, who's in it, um, Kristen Bell and... And Anna Paquin, and then there's someone yeah. else later. Like, it's although the scenes they play all right. Yeah, it's just like you're being too fucking smug for your own good, Kevin. Yeah, but you know like, what? Calm there's it some down. of the stuff that I don't, I don't think was his. The horror queers spoke to him about that. I'm gay. If that helps, line, yeah. and with it, they were saying, "Did you write that?" Intending for that character to be gay? Is that what he's saying? Or is it just like, you know, a commentary on the on the series? And he basically said, I didn't write that. Yeah. He said so, he wrote part uh, of it, but then, you know, so I think there's more of this one that was taken away from him. Perhaps. But you're right. Uh, like, when I first saw that sequence, I really didn't like it. Right now, if I watch it, it plays okay. Hmm. But there is definitely... And I think the casting of... Which Culkin is it? Rory? Rory. Is it Rory Culkin? I think that yeah. really hurts in that regard because his whole character comes across as a smug prick the entire movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think that we're getting too big for our fucking boots. We're, we're, to- we're talking to the audience like we we are so fucking smart. Mm. And I hate that in films. I fucking yeah. hate it. Don't talk to me like I'm stupid or something. Talk to me like in a horror film, Scream is a classic example of how to do it. You're talking to us as horror fans, and you're sort of showing us that we're we're clever. Yeah. But you're not fucking doing overdoing it. Yeah. You know how to talk to us. We love it because of it. And unfortunately, I actually think Scream Two struggles uh, has some problems with that too. In this smug kind of the, the whole com- conversation about sequels in Scream Two, it, I, I just I don't particularly like that scene. Yeah, less less, less of it so. in two. Less of it in two. Two's a much better movie. Yeah. If I'm pointing out things I didn't like, I think Brandon mentioned this as well. There's points where it doesn't, it just doesn't look like a screen film at mm. times. It looks a little bit polished. It looks, I think you mentioned overly lit. And I think the big downer for me is there's not any of the characters that really stand up as someone that I would like to see in a sequel. Kirby, yes. Everyone else. Yep. Aside from Emma Roberts and Rory Culkin's character, what was his name? Charlie. Aside from them, yeah. and really, I probably wouldn't yeah. have really remembered them if they weren't the killers either. Everyone else is just forgettable, and I, I just... 
the boyfriend particularly on that one yeah. is, is just horseshit. He's terrible. <laughs> what a terrible character. And they were going to yeah. frame him. Like, I watched the movie fucking two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and then I read a thing and they're like, they're talking about framing the boyfriend and I was like, oh shit, yeah, that was there was another guy <laughs> that they were going to frame. Yeah. I'd forgotten about him because he's just useless. <laughs> I think the things that really do stand up are, we talked about the things that have aged really well, ahead of the curve on the internet celebrity kind of thing. Mm. And initially seeing it in the theatre and seeing Emma Roberts fucking belting herself around that room, mm. I was just like, what are we doing? Now I look at it and I'm like, yeah, okay, I can totally see what they're saying about what, what some of these people do just for a shred of fame. Yes, yes. How stupid and how silly they'll go. Yeah. And Charlie as, like, the incel kind of, you know, talking to Kirby about how, like, I almost, almost like I deserved this. I think that stuff holds up pretty well and and, and aged much better. Mm. So, yeah, they're, they're probably my two main positives. I've really come around to Emma Roberts as one of the better killer reveals in the series, again, based on what it actually was talking about that I probably didn't quite get at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it benefits from, honestly, a pretty solid cast of supporting characters. Like, almost every character with a significant amount of dialogue, for the most part, is someone you recognize now. I mean, even through the throwaway cops, you know, Adam Brody, Anthony Anderson, and Alison Brie as the kind of sh- sh- bitchy yeah. reporter there. It's kind of a fun addition. Really I do like... I do like the kills are a bit more, you know, there's that girl who gets, like, disemboweled. <laughs> there's, you know, the, the, the kills are a bit more... Uh, brutal, mm-hmm. you know, not quite maybe as up to par as the 2022, but I do think they do kind of elevate that. And I do, yeah, I, I go back and forth on that opening. I feel like had the the legit opening of the movie been a lot stronger or had differentiated it from the two fake-out openings that start the movie, mm-hmm. I think it could have been a really, really great opening. Yeah, Like, I like what they're doing, I like what they're going for, but the third, you know, the actual opening with the characters we're actually supposed to know, or who will play in the, the story later on, it's pretty weak. It's just so throwaway, it means absolutely nothing, like, yeah, it just looks like the other ones, and so... Yeah, good point. Yeah, kind of a little deflated, but I, I yeah, I have come around on this one. I do think it kind of holds up a bit more looking back on it now, especially how in tune it really was to the movies that were coming out at that time. Like that was the remake craze. Mm, yes. And so I really do love, you know, Kirby's scene where she's rattling off those titles and to just think back like, holy shit, that was literally in like, like a three year span of those movies coming out. It's just like, wow. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, it just plays on Scream's ability to really play on current horror trends. And I think it kind of fit right in line. And yeah, it's a movie that I do think is actually better now than I thought when it first came out. And even over the last few years, I think it's kind of grown on me more. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. All right. Number three. Uh, I'm, I got to say, I'm really torn Mm. on two and three. (laughs) If you had to ask me after the first time I watched it, it's definitely 2022. Yeah. Going back the second time. It's almost neck and neck between two Scream 2 and, and 2022. So I don't know, in six months down the track and when I've had a chance to kind of listen to the director's commentary and get a bit more background knowledge on it, it could be that 2022 is, is the better one for me. Yeah. But right now I'll stick with, with the new one as, as number three. And that, I think that just speaks to the quality of the series. Mm. I always loved Scream 2 because it came out right around that time when I was just obsessed with Scream. I was really getting headlong into the horror stuff. 
And so I've got a soft spot for it, but I also think it's it's aged really well. It was actually a really good film to begin with. So I think for the time being, I'll stick with 2022 as the third best in the series. But it's it's really close. I can't Brandon, really split them. How do you feel? That's, yeah, that's ultimately where I came down is that Scream 22 right now is my third. I, again, this could very easily change in a few months and I completely understand anyone's rationale for putting this up there right at number two or the the new one up at two. I had to put this here and it really just came down to one simple question for me. And that was just like the second one has, has more of Sydney, has more of that story. And this one really is guilt built so much toward this new set of characters. And even though I, when I look you know, deep down, I think it might be a, a better film. I think Scream 2022 might be a, a more logical continuation of the series than Scream 2 is. I think it's just because I've had so much time with it mm. that it's just, yes, so ingrained in my DNA. And uh, gosh, yeah, that, that because of just the fact that those characters, there's more time with them in those movies. I have to put Scream 22 here just for now. It, it could change, though. It could change. Yep. Oh, I had Scream 2. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I just think the, yep. the newer one was just a hair better than Scream 2. Scream 2, the first hour of Scream 2 is is excellent. You know, it, it, it feels like Scream. Yep. Like almost identical. Yep. The second hour, not so much. Like that's where I start to lose parts of it that I didn't or find parts of it that I don't like as much. I will admit, though, that I initially hated the ending. I thought it was crap. But subsequent viewings have, again, it has once again kind of, the longer we go on, the more relevant it sort of felt. Uh, And it's ten times better upon review than it was initially. Because I didn't like it. I didn't, mm. when, when, I, when he found out, you know, it's fucking Billy's mum and what was the fella's name? Mickey. Mickey. And the f- fucking rampant overacting going on <laughs> between the people in it. <laughs> I remember thinking, oh, man, you know. I mean, when you watch the post reveal, you wouldn't be able to say that Timmy, Timothy Oliphant's one of the greatest actors that we have at the moment. <laughs> like, he is going, he's going like up here. He's, he's turned it up to eleven, and he's, he's going too bananas. too much over the um, top. But the ending actually makes some sense. Mm. The more you look at it, and the whole idea of connecting together through, you know, I, I, believe, I don't believe it would have been online, would it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was online. Yeah. It was online, yes. but fuck it. Yeah. It, was it was a chat room the first time they used <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So the idea that, you know, back then, they connected via chat room, this sort of shit happens all the time. Yeah, it, it has happened a number have, of times. Who have connected and then done something nasty. Yeah. You know, so it, it, the more we go on, the more we see that, yeah, that's actually correct. Yeah, again, it was ahead of the curve. Because yeah. Because they were looking at what the internet mm-hmm. was and what it could be. And at the time, I was just like, bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> all you do is look up your fucking assignments on this bloody thing. <laughs> like, now, it's, yeah. as you said. four hours to download a movie trailer to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, but, yeah, that was all I knew it for. But now, things that are far nastier than what you've, what you see in Scream 2 have happened yes. like that. And also, the Debbie Salt, for a long time, I was just like, so cheap, Billy's mum. But the longer I, you know, the more I look at it, I'm like, it's a loving, a loving tribute to a movie that I love. So I'm, yeah, 
I've, I've, I've swung completely on that as well. Because she's more of the Mrs. Voorhees style. Yeah, it was just a, it was just like a reverse um, Mrs. Voorhees for me. It was kind of the same. When she comes on, she's kind of given it the same energy that Betsy Palmer gives it, that real kind of manic sort of, yeah. you know, demented, I love my son sort of, and this is what you do as a parent sort of yeah. thing. So I've, I've, re- I've really turned on that. Because uh, for a long time, I mean, I had the Scream 2 poster up on my on my wall when I was, you know, 17, 18, whatever, had it for years and whatever. Loved the movie, but was, like you said, down the stretch. I was always kind of iffy on the ending. Yeah. Now the ending's one of my favourite parts. Yeah. So. But it was a hair between them. Yeah. There's not a lot between them. I think the other thing. Yeah. The other thing I, I if I'm going to talk about why I'm a little bit down, you know, why I might have considered putting Scream lower. I think the sequel stuff starts pretty well, but but doesn't really factor in down the end. And see, you're talking about Scream Two. Scream Two, yeah. So they talk. The about rules also don't necessarily hit. Well, they as well. They do, do they? at certain points. They talk about ramping up the gore and ramping up the violence, which they do a little bit with something like Sarah Michelle Gellar's kill, yeah. and I believe she actually shot that before Buffy hit, if oh. I'm not mistaken. So she that was another one where it's kind of like we've now put someone who is a sort of cultural icon of the time just happened to show up in the yeah, series. Yeah. So I think they do touch on a couple of those things, but down the end, it just kind of hits, okay, we've got to have the two killers again and do this. Yeah. It doesn't really factor in as much for the sequel talk. Yes. Whereas I, I think, think once you have Jerry does. O'Connell singing, I think I love you in the cafeteria is a real turning point for the, the film. Peak. Yeah. <laughs> the peak of his career, I'm telling you. No, the peak of his God career did. is fucking Trip McNeely. Kangaroo Jack. <laughs> Trip <laughs> McNeely. <laughs> if he wasn't Trip McNeely, no one would know who he was. Right? Yeah, Trip McNeely. Trip McNeely. Yeah, um, genius. He'll always be Joe from Joe's apartment for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or fucking whatever his name was in Sliders. Sliders. Yeah. Piranha, Piranha, Piranha 3D oh, where he gets his dick fucking... There we go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting the camera, yeah, that's great. Oh, what a fucking... T- Imagine having Speaking that... Of, coming soon, we've got to watch that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, so obviously I had the 2022 version at number two. Yep. And you guys had Scream too. Yeah. Oh, look, I echo exactly what Brandon said. Like, at the moment, for me, 2022 is third, but it's very close. And if anyone had, you know, 2022 was number two on the list, I can't argue. No. I can't argue with the rationale. It's just, it's splitting hairs. Yeah. And obviously... Yeah. I typically have a, a, a negative or, or the opposite sense of recency bias, where I, I typically just tend to look at them as like, I can't quite fully appreciate them right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel that, yeah, you know, you asked me in a couple of years, I feel like it could, it could flip because on this rewatch, there, there were a lot more problems I did notice with Scream 2 uh, that, um, yeah, maybe I've just chosen to ignore over the years. But yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't quite hold up, I think, as well as I I really put this like not necessarily neck and neck with the original Scream, but it's always been my favorite of the you know, Hangover 2 style sequels where you're just going to literally, let's do the movie again. Yeah, yeah. Let's just release it the next year while the, you know, momentum's yeah. still hot type of deal. And I think we talked but about it does... this very briefly. I love that opening scene, but it's got to be one of Ghostface's worst moments where they're in the toilet still kind of whispering, pretending to be someone else. Yeah. <laughs> so that uh, Phil leans up against the thing. Against the... I was just like, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have, I would yeah. buy the dick coming through the whole... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean Wayans. Yeah, exactly. Sean <laughs> <laughs> Wayans is here. 
disappears. But I will say that opening scene, yeah, that movie theater kill. I don't know if there's anything as as iconic in the new Scream as that yeah, scene. Yeah. Like that, I think that scene is sequence is, as a know, whole is one great. of the But yeah, just yeah. don't whisper in the toilet stall. Yeah, yeah. Give me you something. sound like you're fucking oh, some gosh. sort of weirdo. Or sport a leather jacket later on. I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if I like to see Ghostface wearing a leather jacket in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. You know what though? With two, it's probably held in a little higher esteem because it's so close to one, mm. and it does fit pretty seamlessly yep. with one as far yep. as coming together, and the characters are all there. And I'd really actually appreciate they killed Randy. Yeah, because I yeah. thought they Again, wouldn't yeah, do another it. Moment where it really. Yeah, ups the stakes. So it ups the sure. stakes, and it and, and he was a character that everyone loved in the first movie. I was actually surprised to find, like, I always thought I'd probably had, had Scream 2, I'd held it above what it actually was because of the significance that it had to me personally. But I was actually surprised to find there's a, there's a lot of internet rankings and a lot of talk online of Scream 2 being a better movie than the first one, which I don't agree with at all. Oof, no. But there's a lot more Agreed. than you would think. Yeah, which is interesting because I actually think the step down between one and two is quite. Yeah, quite I think even, even as much as I love Scream large. two, I think Scream one is is clearly better. But yeah, there's there's it surprised me how many times I saw people saying Scream two is better than Scream. I mean, put it this way, Scream is a five five out of five film. Yeah, for me personally, you know, um, yeah. none of the others yeah. come anywhere near that. No. Like, Scream is genuinely in there with Halloween and Jaws and fucking, you know, these class Die Hard and all these classic fucking films that I I would consider five out of five. Yep. And Scream 2 is nowhere near that. It's good. It's a very good film, but it's not that type of yeah. good. Um, so well, I'm not quite sure where those time. sort of rankings come in. Mm. Yeah, watching it, because again, it somehow has a higher Rotten Tomatoes score, I think the sequel does, than the first film has a higher Rotten Tomatoes score. But but watching it this time really does put into perspective or kind of highlights the fact that this is just a a movie that (laughs) Scream didn't need any sequels. Like, it's a story that honestly shouldn't have sequels based on the sole premise of the, like, the killers are dead at the end of the first one. There's no real reason other than these like Scooby-Doo hijinks of people throughout the series putting on ma- the same mask, like the same costume. Yeah. It just makes no real sense as like lo- logically for a horror series to continue without one bad guy, yeah. like a Michael Myers or a Freddy Krueger, Jason. And so, yeah, watching the ser- like the series run through again before this new one, as much as I love all these sequels, yeah, they're, they're, they're just never... You can never make a sequel to this that will ever even come close to rivaling that first one. It's just a, it's a fool's errand because it's just so iconic. Yeah. And I, I, there's just no reason to make any more, but I love that they do. And I so hope they keep going because I'm a sick bastard. And I, yeah. I agree. There'll never be that freshness again. No, that's if right. If the first yeah. one has that, we know nothing about it. We, we're, we're, you know, we know it's a slasher, but we're going in. To find out what it is. Yeah. And then we come out and we're like, fuck. Yeah. That was awesome. And we've spoken about it before. Yeah. Like, it, it's the one that fucking changed the genre because it had gotten so stale. The rest of the series has commented on where horror is at, at that time, but none of the other ones have altered the course of the genre like the first one did. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's a fucking buy a, buy a stretch mm. at the top. You know, you'd have to make one hell of a fucking movie. To get close. Yep. Uh, and, and in these sequels, you know, when I'm saying three and a half, 
with 2022, I'm pretty fucking happy with three and a half. Yeah. I'm saying three and a half. Yeah. Damn good. Damn good. Well, I was, this time around, I was wrestling three and a half and four, much like Luke. Yeah. uh, Because I, the second viewing, I, I just enjoyed it so immensely. But like you said, even if it's a three and a half, that's fucking fantastic considering yeah. it's the fifth movie in this series that, as Brandon just mentioned, probably didn't need to go past one. So, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. If it wasn't for the Hollywood machine and we were just talking about telling a, telling a great story, it stops there, doesn't it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, so ranked, I had Scream, Scream 2022, Scream 3, Scream 4. Oh, sorry, Scream 2, Scream 4, Scream 3. And you guys are exactly the same, just switch them up. Yep. Scream 2 as number 2. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Just a little bit of discussion before we wrap it all up. We talked, we, we made mention of it very briefly in the episode we did on 2022 about Sydney Prescott and where she sits, that, that character sits as far as final girls mm. go in horror. You had some things to say. Yeah, I blew my stack early, mate. You went, I didn't, yeah, didn't realise you had it on your list yeah, there. Yeah, so. I know. Well, fuck. I don't communicate with anyone. <laughs> Did Luke write that for you? Yeah, Luke, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he did. I wrote that and then told no one. <laughs> okay, so what are your thoughts here on Sydney Prescott? Because we've talked very, very in-depth about how she's grown and that character has grown yeah. constantly through the series. I'll jump in because I already kind of, you know, I already started to put my my thoughts out there. But, yeah, I think she's top of the tree now. I just think the way that they've handled it as we go for a character that was being brought back purely for sort of monetary gain and, you know, because fans like me, even though the story is nice and compact on the first one, hey, I'm happy to see it. Hmm. I, I say it all the time. I got, I've got, I've got limited years on the planet. Just give me every friggin' scream, Halloween that you can give me. Give me every every iteration of the story that I can consume while I'm here. But I think from, I think she's just the only one that is in a series for a length of time that progresses like she does. Like there is a difference between Sydney and Scream One and Scream Two. Even with a slight role in Scream 3, there is a progression. Scream 4, she's moved on even further. Scream 5, again, slight role, but there's there's a progression all the way through. You can kind of track a growth. You can track the way she's dealt with it, the way she's come to terms with it. I just don't think you get that the same with Laurie Strode because she hasn't been in the series the whole time, and we're up to, what, is it the second or fucking third? Third uh, timeline. timeline with Laurie. Is she his sister? Is she not? Like all this stuff. It's just, I think it's just neater. And even with those new stories that touch on the PTSD or how you deal with trauma, mm. Sydney's been doing that the whole time. So yeah. I would have her at the uh, at the top of the tree. <clears throat> um, Laurie, obviously, the you know you don't mess with the original, and yeah. there's always a special place there, and there's always you came first and you set the tone. Even for Scream 2022, you know Halloween 2018 did it first, like yeah. But I just think Sydney's they even name check it too, yeah, which is good. Right. Like, yeah. Sounds a lot like Halloween, yeah. 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 So I, I just think um, yeah, the progression through the whole series, the growth through the whole series, has always been there. And we haven't branched off in different timelines and stuff. We've just dealt with what we had. I just think it's it's she's she's top of the pile. Yeah, I would agree. She's up. She's right at the top. I, I would have them neck and neck just because I've got a real soft spot for Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 character has been important in horror and slasher films 
forever. Yeah. Um, and, and there would be no Sydney. There would no. Yeah, there would be no, no Sydney Laurie without Strode. Laurie Strode. And you know, you talked <clears throat> when we did H two O about how well they brought Laurie back then. So I, the progression there has been some progression, and it's been I think it's been quite well handled. It's not as clean. Yes, it's it jumps all over the fucking map because there's so many different movies in between. Yeah. I mean, she had PTSD. She died. She came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> she had PTSD fucking problems, yeah. right? She uh, got pestered by sex, pestered by fucking Lance Guest. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, you know, she's had a rough time, time of it. But even then, I traumatic. Mean, um, <laughs> Sydney got uh, sex pestered by McDreamy, so she's ahead oh, there. True, too. true. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll have to. I'll have to wait and to see Laurie get out of the, the hospital bed to see how I finally yeah. feel about her as a final girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll have to see what happens with Halloween ends before I really truly, you know, come to come to assess it all because I feel like that's really going to influence my decision. But I will say, yeah, I think Sydney's the most consistent. It's the she's honestly the one who's killed way more people and honestly has dealt with even more trauma. I mean, honestly, the fact that if we're going off that new timeline of films. Laurie Strode's dealing with some psycho who escaped a mental institution, not her boyfriend or her, you know, her like cousin, yeah, whatever, yeah. all these people. She's murdered several people, well more than four that was on that first Halloween night, you know, that Laurie's dealing with of the murder victims type deal. So I will feel like, you know, how, the, how many times these films have been rebooted and there's, yeah, a choose your own adventure timeline with Halloween. As much as I love it, it's still probably my favorite film series because I'm a fucking masochist. <laughs> I will say, I will say that yes, Sydney Prescott, I think might might have the edge for me as the number. Mm. I think we uh, we missed an opportunity again. there, Brandon, to consult your expert opinion on our SmackDown versus Halloween, uh, yeah, Halloween Five and Halloween Six. There, we we really should have yeah. got your where, thoughts where on that. Where do you come in on speaking of massive Halloween Five and <laughs> Halloween Six? We we I believe we placed it as Halloween Five's like having your fucking dick in a vice. <laughs> Halloween Six is like having it in a blender. So what would you prefer? What would you yeah. prefer? The fucking boss or the blender? <laughs> yeah, gun to the head. I have to pick the one that stars Paul Rudd and has an electric school. Yeah, yes, the electric <laughs> that guitar. guitar. That yes. guitar lick. Just yeah. a searing I version might have of the to Give it the edge. Yeah. Yeah, w- what you're saying is a very valid point that, I mean, much like Laurie, uh, her growth is currently sitting in a hospital bed on an IV drip waiting for the next film to happen. <laughs> well, she did say she might have been in love with fucking Will Patton <laughs> for no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halloween Kills. I, I'm surprised. I'm still surprised how much I enjoyed Halloween Kills considering how big some of those issues were. <laughs> oh, same. Absolutely. Oh, like, yeah, I, I, lo- I loved it. Yeah. I genuinely loved it. And But, like, I look at it as, like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah what the like it was the same with 2018. Rate. 2018 could have been an absolute fucking dumpster fire had Dr. Sartain's situation really hit as hard as it could have. from it, there. Imagine yeah, <laughs> that cocksucker hadn't been killed. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the mask rolling around. That would have been terrible. Hell, I would have been beside myself. <laughs> yeah. So Halloween Kills had similar issues. It actually had more of them. Yeah, it had more issues, but but yeah, still very. It, it was still entertaining and still well made. It's just that when a, a small man, the size of a fucking size man, allegedly is Michael Myers, and then fucking leaps off a building. Yeah, we might have wanted to reconsider that. Yeah, one. And, and that that yeah. sane people like doctors and nurses are chasing him. Up <laughs> 
beating the shit out of people, anyone who come in their way. Yeah, ruthless. I mean, and, I, but, and I think that is he missing was a fucking pitchfork. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what's kind of, you know, unique about the Scream series is, is so many people were fucking furious with Halloween Kills. And I, I genuinely had a pretty good time. Yeah, like, same. I understand everyone's complaints. But again, I'm happy to see Michael Myers. And because we have so many Halloweens, because we already knew going into Halloween Kills that there was going to be a Halloween end. I was able to just accept this as like 90 minutes of Michael Myers, like murdering people yeah. in a town and, you know, a slight unique turn on the spin. It's like a unique enough anyway to like justify itself as a sequel. Yeah. This new Scream reboot had that, you know, the handicap of coming in out of nowhere and us just wondering like, where, how, how far can this fall? Yeah. And what is it trying to do? And the fact that it did, in my opinion, stick the landing is, is just crazy impressive. Yeah. And I, I, I do liken it to, the success of that 2018 Halloween, like they were able to pull it off and similar to where Halloween kills was is, is I'm genuinely curious, like, where do they go from here? What do they yeah, like? Yeah. Where, how can they bring this into another sequel without me? Cause here's what I don't want. I don't want Sam to be the killer in these future films. And we lose that whodunit mystery. If that's what they're gearing towards. I don't think it is, but I've heard rumors online that maybe that's a possibility. Yeah. No, no. And look, that segues into the other thing I wrote but didn't tell you about. <laughs> it's like, where does it go? Like, what? Yeah. Again, I'm all for green lighting things, and I'm all for the fact that we've got a, we've got a plan. So the Halloween 2018 reboot. Well, well, we've been told we have a yeah, plan. Yeah. <laughs> we could be making Now the director's are scratching around going, <laughs> Yeah, where's that fucking napkin? <laughs> hey, I wrote that on a coaster the other night when we were pissed. What was going on? <laughs> the new rebooted Halloween obviously had intentions for three films, right? That's what we've been told. We were told from the get go. I think yeah, was that I, I have a feeling they had a beginning and an end, and then they said, "Let's turn this into a trilogy." Yeah. And that's why, in my opinion, while I liked it, <laughs> not much, not much yeah. changes or varies at the beginning or start. I of, think or um, end rather of Halloween Kill. I think Jason Blum might have said two. Can you give me three? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? And they just said, <laughs> after he saw that weekend, yeah, yeah that yeah. box office opening. They just yeah. said, "If we're getting that producer credit, I'm pretty sure we can give you three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we yeah. can give you three, and we'll have little big." Jobs yeah, yeah, David Gordon Green says, <laughs> just taps Kenny Powers and says, we'll just use some of that Big John, Little John shit yeah. you wrote the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my concern is your green light within what? The, the fucking thing's been out for about 20 days, mm. right? Yep. Yeah. It's made a hundred and so million dollars. So yes. it's made more money worldwide than Scream 4 did, substantially, in its first yeah. in its yeah. first 20-odd days of release. So you're thinking it's yeah, probably going to pull in about 150 180, yep. maybe across the, the board, on a $25 million budget. Yeah. That's fucking and great. And then you toss in home release. Yeah. So they're going to make good money. Yep. Now, it's Paramount's baby now. It's not Weinstein Company? No, I don't think it's so. It's Paramount and Spyglass. Part of it, yeah. Right? So, that's, yep. so, so they're going ka-ching. Yes. And we do know that Paramount doesn't necessarily have the best history of taking care with these products or actually even bothering. I mean, they only made us squillions of dollars, but we couldn't, <laughs> we barely bothered to bloody, you know, throw it a crumb But yeah, yeah. with Friday the 13th. But hopefully, um, and, you know, this is best case scenario. They're saying they had a plan beyond this one. Hopefully we're taking them at their word and they're, they're telling us the truth. But I've got question marks yeah, on that. There's question marks. Brandon, you, you summed it up. Where were we going? Like, as that movie ends, 
what like what is what is the next logical yeah. step? And if look, it's fucking Sam, then you've cocked it up. Yeah, I don't look, I don't think I don't want it to be Sam either, and I've got I don't really have an interest in that. I know people have spoken for a long time about how it would have been great to see Halloween go with that Jamie Lloyd stuff. I'm kind of here nor there on that. But I don't mind them. If they if that ending had played a little better, I wouldn't have minded that just being in the realm of possibility yeah. and them being able to play with that. But I don't want it to go there either. But think uh, about who you've got left over. You've got Sam. Yep. You've got her sister. Yep. Chad you, and Mindy. Yeah, Chad and Mindy. Who else you got? Is that it? Galen Sydney. Galen Sydney. Sydney yes. Right. Okay. So if you're going to move forward with the same kind of idea of having the legacy and the, and the, and the youth characters, are we going to kill off another legacy character? Is it going to play out similar, similar type of ways? Well, what, this is the other question, right? Do we, want, do we take the legacy characters or was this the way to leave them and try to forge something new? Because the problem is yeah, those four that's, characters. That's where I feel like. <laughs> They don't get me through the yeah, fucking door. Yeah, I have door. no real interest in seeing, yeah, seeing where they go. That being said, also, it seems like the legacy characters have no real reason to continue yeah. here. And so anything they bring them back for is probably going to seem contrived. But Correct. I'm hoping, you know, I like the idea of maybe there being sort of like, a, you know, a violent sociopath or like they're lying, they're lying those, laying those seeds as your heroine. Like if you're going to pit Ghostface against someone who might like be a formidable opponent mm. if you if you go a different route with your maybe Sydney Prescott, you know, step-in character. I mean, me personally. But it's the same respect. Um, although I love that, I'd like a telekinetic character. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, yeah. can really ramp it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. telekinetic um, character sounds No, good. but I think you're right, Brandon. I mean, I, I don't know. Those four characters just don't fucking ring my bells much. No, and that's yeah. the problem, right, is that as much as I really, really did like the movie... And I feel like I'd be happy to leave the legacy characters where they're where they are if that's yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, I don't walk through the door of Scream Six going, "Fuck yes, I can't wait to see Sam again." Like, yeah, I go, "Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to go to the bathroom." You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They would, they would have to bring back like a Matthew Lillard, even if it's in like, even if it is just visiting the jail and he's, you know, in there and still alive and he has nothing to do necessarily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With like a smashed up gross face or some bullshit. They would have to do some sort of gimmick like that to get me, I don't know, interested in where they're going with yeah. this. Unless they bring in just like a new cast, like a, a tremendous new cast. Yeah. Unless, to, the more you, well, the other option would be to, it's like, to also kind of finalize Sydney and Gale for good. Yeah, but I see. See, this is again. What do you achieve if you bring them back and kill them at this point? Like, I don't know. We've had such a good progression with them. If you're bringing them back just to kill them, that's when it starts to go right. Well, Should we bring back um, money grab territory there? Yeah, bring back McDreamy. Yeah, he's the lead in the Joel. next one. I feel like we bring. Yeah, we do a seven style, you know, a detective noir with McDreamy as the lead investigator trying I mean, to really talk figure about out. Talk about being a fucking. Is. His life was a horror movie. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's making my life all right, maybe too. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm a bit with you. I, I just the legacy guys don't seem to fit. If you wanted to go go again, mm. they don't fit. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm always willing to be corrected on that stuff. Or, you know, if someone's got a great idea, but I just feel like if you're gonna, it felt like they just gave them a nice little send off. We had you here to yeah. help the new people. 
get through what they needed to get through, and now it's time to pass the torch, which Halloween kind of seemed to be placing a little bit and didn't really do. Uh, maybe that's what we're coming what, towards. What are we talking about? Ends. Um, well, Halloween Kills, the way they had, you know, they had the three strode yeah. girls in the back of the ute on the way yeah. out at the end of the first one. And then in the second one, we go to Judy Greer, which I still think was kind of a baffling sort of choice. So, I don't know. I feel like bringing Sydney and Gail back starts to open us up to that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. So, I, look, I don't know. I, I'm sure these guys, judging by the ideas that they've presented already, I'm sure they've got better ideas than I do, but I'm just a little bit yeah. sceptical about the, the legacy characters again. Yep, yep. I wouldn't... <clears throat> I think you, you have to leave Sydney where she is and you have to try and build a new Sydney, essentially. You have to try and build a new... I have a feeling they're going to go into uh, a little bit more about, like, Billy's, you know... <laughs> Billy's uh, relationship with this mom. Maybe yeah. we'll get more of her in this new Maybe. one. And, and their family lineage will be the new, you know, tying point for all these killers. Does Billy and, have, you like, know, a I don't string know. of illegitimate children or something? Yes, yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Some weird thing. <laughs> he fucked his way across the woodsboro. <laughs> <laughs> and look, he was, a, he was a good-looking fella. I mean, he wasn't going to struggle. Yeah, look, he wasn't going to, yeah. Wasn't going to struggle, but... um. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's definitely there's concerns. There's concerns there. Big um, concerns. And the other thing is bringing Stu back. I would love to see it, but it's now being talked about to the point where it's like, well, shit. <laughs> I don't it's know. Expected. It's expected. Yeah, and it's also like. Yeah. But in a way, it'd feel like parody. I mean, it just the blokes. No, you're, you're kind of right because it's also. Yeah. I, it's doing that Scream 3 where it's kind of like hurting the original, where it's kind of yeah. changing, you know, I mean, if, the timeline in a way. If Scream 3 or 4 had it done that, I don't recall as much chatter about it, but right now, everyone's talking about it. So it's like, well, how do you do it now and make it a surprise or make it a... Yeah, or make it an interesting yeah. reason to actually have him. Yeah. Because you've got to have a reason to have I guess what, what I'd... Now, do you got... Because I have, like, a few things that I would need going forward, and that really is... and I. The, the mask, like the costume, and Roger Jackson has has to say the same. Yeah. And if that that goes away, yeah. I feel like I'd, I'd I'd start to turn on things. Yes. They tried that with a Scream TV series, and I remember seeing the first image of that, being like, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah. shit? Um, <laughs> I just and say, to think if I they were actually, to do that with um, a feature film, I'd I'd be pretty. I'd you've be pretty got to actually costume. have the costume from the TV show that I got for a Halloween uh, <laughs> one year. Nobody knew what it was, I'm sure. <laughs> What's this? It looks like Scream. Yeah, well. You know what? Um, has anybody actually seen the third season of Scream TV series? No, we still haven't got it here. We, there's nowhere to watch it. I would have watched it in a heartbeat. But, I would have watched it. I heard it was fucking garbage. Yeah, but, I heard it was pretty average, too, but, but we just haven't had access to it here. I, I don't think. Weird. Yeah. You've got to have certain things. You've got to keep certain things, Okay. As you said, Ghostface, the, the costume, Roger Jackson's voice, it's all got to still be there. But I just, I'm just, the more I think about it, the more I think, I mean, these guys may have better ideas, exactly, mm. but they may not either. <laughs> yeah, like, true. To me, I just yeah. don't see where's the connection to any of this. I'll tell you one, th one, well, kind of two things in the same realm that I would like to see. Mm -hmm. If there's two killers, I would like to see one of them discovered early so that the rest of the film is trying to figure out who the other one is. Yes. Or... We ditch the two killers and we either go like a, we, we, we come up with another twist on the two killers and we either have 
more than that or back to one. Like it's just again, it comes down to what ideas yep. they've got. But these are all things that I've kind of I'm I'm hitting the point where I'm like we need to start. Um, if you're going to twist on the formula again, it might be time to do it with that. I again. think that idea from Scream was it Scream? Well, the idea of you know the the, the movie club in Scream Four and yeah, all that kind doing of stuff. The April Fool's Day kind but, of setup. Yeah. You know, the classic murder on the Orient Express. They all yeah. killed him. Yep, yep. You know, like, that kind of thing yep. could work. That could be a nice way to look at it. But I think, yeah, I, I, I've just got in the back of my head, and I thought about it going into this one. I thought when we got into the hospital, I was thinking, are they going to unmask someone halfway? And then we have this figuring out who, who else the other is one involved. Is. Which would have um, been but cool. But I think that's on the table. I reckon that's what on the table. That's probably something they've... they've thought about and toyed with so mm. yeah I would like to see something like that playing with the reveal a little bit yeah but yeah it just doesn't at the moment it doesn't seem like there's there's instant progression here so take time it's not an obvious place to go yeah, yeah. take some fucking time as long as you do well, that well it's uh, shooting by the end of this year the summer what? right yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I think it's shooting in a few months <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In for like, yeah I think it's what like four or five months away that they're going to start shooting it yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that means that their idea was so solid that yeah, they're, they're like, oh, we can bang this out. We've script. got the whole yeah, idea you know, ready to go. As yeah. you pointed out, some fucking idiot movie execs just going, yep, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead with it. Not yeah. going. Um, yeah, last summer they said scream and yeah. they're going, what's scream? This summer <laughs> yeah. they're going, yes, this is what we need. Yeah. Well, you didn't know that. Has anyone here, read here's it? where I'm also, <laughs> I'd also really like to know what the fuck did they call this what would they call it? Because you can't go Scream 2. Yeah. You'd have to go something like Scream Legacy scream again, or some yeah, bullshit yeah. like that with a colon. Scream, scream again. Scream harder. Yeah. <laughs> scream, <laughs> scream with a vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. Because we're getting into a bit of a fucking risky area. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I, the fact that I have to say a year after the goddamn title of a movie has shown us that we have no, we have no, no options, <laughs> no originality anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like what's happening? I mean, look at the Halloween series. There's three films called oh, Halloween. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, it's funny because two they called did, Halloween two. I just they uh, did make fun of. Obviously, they made fun of that with the dead meat stuff. But I think it was the one where you look at it and you're like, yeah, but. We're not wrong with that. Like you're getting into some territory here where we're yeah, saying the name after every time. You're having to say, yeah, Rob Zombie's Halloween or Halloween twenty eighteen or instead of just saying Halloween, yeah, it's 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 getting a bit silly now. Yeah. I'm concerned. Now that you've told me in five months these fuck we we're back to the we're back to the Friday the thirteenth model where you walk out of Halloween you walk out of Friday three and Friday four's session starting up next door. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which honestly, like, I'll give it to yeah, you. Yeah, bring me all of them back again. Like, I'm fine. Uh, all, yeah, even how, no matter how terrible they get, I'm, I'm eager to see how <laughs> shitty this new Texas chainsaw is. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, speaking of that, uh, this is a bit of a side note, but I, th- I, I was under the impression that Netflix had, you know, picked up the the rights to T- TCM and decided to put a new film together. But no, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no. They test screenings it. were a fucking it was disaster. Dumped there, yeah. They said. <laughs> yeah, they said test screenings were pretty, uh, Netflix pretty bad. Netflix just went, all right, we'll take Netflix it. Netflix swooped. <laughs> Although, um, 
Is it Fetty Alvarez that's yeah. producing it? He he came out and said, no, no, no that didn't... Uh, <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. It's coming out in a couple of weeks. You've got to put the positive yeah. spin on. Uh, it's similar to when Sylvester Stallone told us that Rambo last blood was cutting together beautifully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> similar to when The Rock gets on you know, gets on uh, Instagram and tells us Red Notice. Oh, greatest great. action movie of all time. Jesus. Thank you, dickhead. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Uh, I'm concerned about, you know, looking at Texas Chainsaw Massacre, for instance. Mm. You know, fuck, next thing you know, we'll have screen films on fucking Netflix. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we'll start to slip into the streaming yeah. giants just going, we'll take that property and we'll just grind it into the shit. Yeah, Nothing against right. grinding it into the shit because I'll watch all that shit. Don't no, you worry yeah, about exactly. that. But. Your quality dips, and and when I'm when we were talking, we're talking about Scream before about ranking them. You kind of realise this is a pretty well regarded series. This isn't mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth. It's not Halloween. It doesn't have five films that you wouldn't fucking piss on, yeah. and then a handful <laughs> yeah. of decent ones, you know. So yeah, I want the quality yeah. to survive. But if you're gonna fucking rush the thing out <laughs> as quick as you possibly uh, I'm can, I'm waiting. We'll eventually get the whole, I've been waiting 50 years for you, Ghostface, <laughs> and Nev Campbell's all great and shit, yeah. Well, the only thing that, that, that fills me with some confidence is it seems like Nev Campbell would be the like sort of person to be like, no. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, thank you. I think we've had enough, you know. Yeah, yep. So there might actually be a, the reason why the, the legacy characters will have bowed out. Yeah, is it? Yeah, they may have discussed it and said, "Look, we don't, we don't intend to come back. You know, this would be the end of it." But yeah, she's got to shoot skyscraper too. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Has he got a fucking? Do you reckon, do you reckon he's got a bionic arm as well? Is that what <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He's double, double, <laughs> he's double, double bigger. Bionic eyeball or something that <laughs> <and> you can <laughs> sense danger. Or, uh, but still, the family dad. Just still the dad. Just still yeah, the family. I'm just man. the family man. I can just crush your fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> in seconds, so don't get out of bloody get out of bloody line. All right, I think that cuts it. That covers it, gents. So that was re-rating the screen franchise. Brandon, thanks again, mate. Really appreciate your thoughts and involvement in this last couple of episodes. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. No worries at all. I think we might look to rate the Saw franchise or the subspecies franchise. <laughs> oh, man, there's a whole bunch of them. Basket case Wait, Urban Legends. Yeah, I mean, there's tons of these series we can get Shit. into. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's definitely going to be another one. So, mate, your fucking weekend is going to be fucking stuffed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shot. A little, bit, well, a little bit down the track. But look. Thanks again and for everybody tuning in and uh, until next time, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.